Welcome to Film Tweakers. Picaresque audio reviews of all of your favorite films. A Film Tweak is an extemporized commentary track that is intended to be synced with a Blu-ray, DVD, video stream, cable TV, etc. to enhance your personal viewing experience. Film Tweakers is a seasonal bi-weekly podcast. Please visit us at filmtweakers.com to hear more movies get tweaked, as well as to find other film-related amusements. Oh, shit. Hang, hang on a second. My, my heater just came on, and now my zero line is like an inch thick. I have to go turn the heat off. What's the heat on for? It's summertime. It's like 30 degrees here. Huh. I'm back. <clears throat> hey, Roscoe, did you see uh, more about that plane crash that it took 10 minutes no. for the descent to occur? 10 minutes with the, the pilot screaming. Everything, yeah, everything, I guess, is speculation, but they said, like, the pilot may have first thought it was a mistake, so it probably wouldn't have been ten minutes of, uh, they said he probably came out of the bathroom and, like, oh, the door's locked, hey, why is it locked, and then knocking, and then, like, wait a minute, before he started pounding, uh, but also it said, like, who would have heard him, and they got, and some av aviation guys were saying probably the back half didn't hear him pounding, but they would have seen the front half panicking. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it would have been an odd... Wait, what? what is What is this? Why? I, I didn't hear any of this stuff about it. Wait, what? you don't know that this happened? I know that this happened. I didn't know anything about the guy pounding. and. The, did you know that the co-pilot crashed the plane on purpose? No. Allegedly. Yeah, he, the pilot got up to use, to use the can... And the co-pilot locked the door and then flew the plane into the Alps on purpose. Huh. But why did this guy wouldn't let not take it? Why did the pilot not go and use the bathroom, like, right before they took off? Because it happened, like, 15 minutes after they were in the air, right? He probably went in there to, uh, to thought ahead. Blow, blow a line of cocaine or drink some of those bottles of vodka like in that movie with uh, Denzel Washington oh that's true that makes more sense Denzel Washington playing Denzel Washington as an airline pilot <laughs> not to disparage him but he's another one I've tried to formulate 
a uh, tweak meme or whatever you call it, like the O'Tooling. For people who, wh what's the last time Denzel Washington, when's the last time he wasn't just Denzel Washington, I guess is how it would be. Like Bruce Willis is just Bruce Willis in movies now. Uh -huh. He doesn't play a character. Denzel yeah. Washington is just Denzel Washington in a in a situation. His been it's like his training day. Since training day, he's just been the same guy. Christopher Walken probably is the same. <laughs> he just shows up as him. Yeah. I mean, some people don't have a chance. I mean, don't have a choice. Like I'm sure Dane Cook is just whoever Dane Cook is because he doesn't know what else he's doing. I'm uh, I'm not sure I've ever seen a Denzel Washington movie. That's so not true. I'm not yeah. I'm not sure I'm able to uh, weigh in. The taking of Pelham one two three or one five three. I definitely didn't see that because it has uh, John Travolta in it. You boycott John Travolta movies? Yeah, he's he's, dis he's disgusting. It's a monster. Um, no, I haven't seen Man on Fire. I'm telling you, I I know who he is and what he looks like, but I'm Devil, devil in a Blue Dress. No. How Stella got her groove back? Uh. Huh. The Equalizer. No. It's possible. <clears throat> Malcolm looking, X. I'm looking. I may have seen Crimson Tide. Is that one of those uh, submarine movies? Oh, yeah. Directed by Tony Scott. Uh, I may have seen that. I may have seen that. That's, But that's the only like one. It does a Tony Scott movie. A sort of lesser techno thriller. Yeah. That that was one that one that bothers me. Not because of the uh, Silver Surfer conversation, where they compare Mobius to Jack Kirby, <laughs> but the, everything's fine. They're just two people in a situation, and no one's upset about like the fact that one guy's white and one guy's black. It's just they're naval guys in a situation, and then suddenly there's this weird thing about horses, and they talk about how the horses are white versus black, and it just adds a racial component to the argument or to the movie that hadn't been in there before. Maybe the audiences saw it because they can see Denzel Washington's black, but it's not like Gene Hackman was saying, you don't follow orders because you're black, or I'm not going to follow your orders because you're white. Or any shit like that. Until that conversation. It's funny, you should uh, you should point out the comic book reference and the needless racial integrate or whatever, integrating some needless racial part into the plot. Because uh, Quentin Tarantino wrote that movie. And that just, uh, yeah, I, burn. one one could have guessed, Sick burn, they man. would have been surprised that he wrote that, but from your description, one could have guessed that that was him. I don't understand how it's a burn. I thought he, uh, I thought he just <laughs> schooled you. Huh? No, I wasn't burn. oh, I thought you meant oh. it was a burn on Quentin Tarantino. Not oh, on no, Roscoe. I thought it was on, I thought it was on Roscoe. I'm going to do a headphone switch because I'm picking up too much of your... I wasn't trying to burn... Chatter on mine. I see. I, was, I didn't, I didn't feel burned. I was excited, excited about the, the detail I was able to inject into your... 
discussion. Well, he does like uh, both those things. He likes racism and he likes comics. <laughs> and everything he's done, I think, can be seen as racist. Reservoir Dogs? I'm pretty sure that uh, everyone in that movie is white. That's racist. And uh, at some point... He might call someone a in it or something as well. I don't remember. Steve exactly. Buscemi casually calls people the n-word. Um, but he is a character, not an actual racist guy. But some white guy felt it was okay to write that for another white guy to yell at somebody. The Silver Surfer also made an appearance in Reservoir Dogs, which was written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. Mm -hmm. There was a Silver Surfer poster in uh, Ed Roth's apartment. I think it was a Jack Kirby poster. Can't be sure, though. I bet you could be sure. You took the time I can't to be sure in the next two hours. I see. Jack Kirby is the one that Denzel Washington says is superior to Mobius. Some some sailors were fighting over who is the better artist. So Denzel Washington kills the guy that said Mobius was superior, and that settled the argument. In what movie is this? Sorry. <laughs> Crimson Tide. Oh, okay. It's the only uh, Denzel Washington movie worth seeing, apparently. Um, I wonder if I... I wonder if I'm right about that horses and the white and black thing. I wonder if I'm making that up. It doesn't matter. Because why would two sailors care about horses in Austria? Uh, it sounds like a... I live on land and I don't care what color horses in Austria are. It sounds like character development. Like the jazz music that plays in the opening of Homeland and then is never addressed again? Yes. In the whole series? Yes. Oh, she listens to it in her car as well. They occasionally, occasionally, once every seven episodes, they'll remember, oh, she's supposed to be really into jazz. Let's have her listen to jazz in the background or mention a jazz player's name. Man, that show is full of drug checkoffs. It sure is. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Uh, so... My my, you can bleep that out. My partner and I finished the third season, and uh, I'm ready to stop. I don't know how they could have a fourth and fifth season with uh, Brody did. No, to be honest, I was ready to stop as soon as the part when I decided it Spoiler was ridiculous alert. was the <laughs> second when they uh, when they walked into the when they had him in the in the room with the other terrorist and he stabs him in the like second episode I was like oh this is fucking ridiculous this is not an unbelievable sh scenario the other terrorist it's like they're, they're in an interrogation room um I guess it's Brody stabs the guy maybe that doesn't sound right it's before they get Brody sorry it's this other guy he, like, somehow gets a weapon and kills the other terrorist in, like, an interrogation room. Oh, a guy know. kills himself. Maybe he kills himself. That's what it was. Yeah. That's the point when I was like, this is this is fucking stupid. Huh. You don't think people kill themselves? No, I don't think that um, in, like, a CIA interrogation, they're going to allow a guy to get a sharp object that he could kill himself with. Well... The idea was that one of the people was, in on was a mole on the inside brought it to him. 
and Brody had been in the room with the guy because he like got in a fight with him and started punching him. And there's the there was the never resolved feeling that he might have slipped him a razor blade fragment when he was wrestling him. Um. Did they kiss? Because oftentimes when people kiss, one will slip the other one something in their mouth, like a handcuff key or a coin or a razor blade. Yeah. I don't know if they showed that. If they lingered on that for too long, that could have been a clue. Uh, I just don't think I want to watch it anymore. <laughs> because I, I personally thought those three seasons were pretty decent. But I think if you carry if you... on without the main guy... Yeah. Doesn't if, seem you, very if, you stop, if you stop watching, the terrorists win. <laughs> Man. Uh, I do... It is. I loved how they just faded out Brody's family, though, before that. Like, in, like, the second season, they just kind of just didn't exist anymore. They knew they wouldn't need him for the next... Yeah. After he was dead, so they just quietly reduced their contract, or, you know, didn't renew their contracts. I thought that was okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really need to see more of their family. I guess it's just funny that suddenly we forgot they're there. Not that we wanted to see that teenage boy anymore. Hey, Dad. Let's see the next level on Nintendo. Not to disparage female-led thriller drama, or Claire Danes in particular, but it is odd that when it was came out, it was all about, is some guy a terrorist? Yeah. Is this English guy a terrorist? And then, like, halfway through the season, they're like, what if this show is really not about him? What if it's about this crazy CIA person? They didn't even intend for her to be, like, the focus. So then they kill him, and I guess they have another episode season without her, without him? And it's just her being crazy? That's what I'm assuming, and I don't I think there's several seasons without him. It's like if Mad Men, Don Draper just moved to California in, like, the third episode, and it was about the janitor at the office building for the rest of the uh, seven seasons, in which case, I would probably watch it. I might watch that. Yeah. That sounds good. Should we... Uh... The sun's coming up. Should we so mark? I guess we should start this movie. We haven't marked yet. Three, two, one. Mark. mark. <laughs> Jesus. Three, two, one. Mark. mark. All right. Uh, welcome, Tweak Hearts, to episode 27 of Film Tweakers. Uh, this is Film Tweakers. Early bird Film Tweakers. Uh, film tweakers before sunrise. Oh uh, yeah. I think tonight. I'm sorry. This morning. This morning we're watching uh, the second in our Architects on Film series, Architects Gone Wild. Huh. 1974's Death Wish. What was the other Architect movie? Snitch. Snitch. I thought. Yeah. I thought he was a contractor. I thought he was an architect. He had a T square. And he wore a like a button-up shirt. Yeah. He didn't a wear tactical, a, ta a tactile neck the whole time. A tactical dress wear. <laughs> the kind of shirt you could button up and 
take to a power launch, but also wouldn't rip when you were ripping someone's head off with your arm. Speaking of that guy, how many of you, between the two of you, how many Fast and Furious movies have you seen? I have seen zero. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess six. They sort of all run together, but I think I've seen four. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> so between the three of us, we've seen four. <laughs> you mean because we've all seen the same four? That guy, one of them died in real life. Spoiler alert! Yeah, he drove into a tree or something, didn't he? Yeah, he or he was a passenger, I think, uh, and like Malibu Parkway. Um. But just because of that, I'm having to see headlines that say, like, it's time to treat Fast and Furious with respect, and this Fast and Furious deserves an Oscar. I mean, is this, like, that's just, that's, well, that's Vin, that's that's, Alice in Wonderland That's Vin Diesel territory? saying that, though. <laughs> All these articles are written by Vin Diesel. Well, he's the one who said it deserves an Oscar, and then other people are commenting on it now. I see. Well, suddenly it just seems like people are talking that they're serious movies just because one of the actors died. I mean, we didn't we didn't give The Crow an Oscar when that son of Bruce Lee killed himself. Um, I think that people are just admitting that they're just what they are, which is just entertaining movies with a terrible story. And sometimes I wonder if movies like that they've they've tried to make the they've tried to make it kitsch instead of just a bad movie. Like they're trying to play up like. Like, if they did something kind of shitty, and then they're like, oh, no, we did that. It was shitty on purpose. Like, it was supposed to be kitschy and funny. You're like, yeah. no, you tried to make a legit movie, and now you're backtracking. <clears throat> I think they do that uh, with Michael Bay, the Transformers-type yeah. movies. I think so. It's supposed to be just a dumb thing. After I made four of them and realized that everybody hates them all, <laughs> why can't we just have something dumb? Yeah, absolutely. It's weird because movies are getting dumber, but I feel like TV is getting smarter. Not to prove how dumb I am, but I saw a clip that was how they did something, so I watched it about the Fast and Furious 7, the latest one. I guess in the trailer or in the movie, there's like cars flying out of airplanes. Uh-huh. And I just I assume they did that. I think that happens in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume they did that in CGI. Like they do everything else, like they do oh, someone no. walking across the street. They just really. So I do watched it. this making of, and they actually had uh, like a cargo plane with Ford Mustangs or whatever a normal car is falling out of the back, and guys like with hel uh, helmet cams, like ten guys jumping after the car, you know, to film it with these helmet cams. They actually threw the cars out like that, which Does, surprised me. Doesn't that seem? so unnecessary like they could definitely do it in a like a studio somewhere it seems weird like that would be a case where you would use cgi not when like you just need a phone booth added in post it seems like a weird thing to spend all your money on that but there is a air of authenticity i guess yeah i knew you were gonna say phone booth by the way <laughs> because of the colin farrell movie i like so much or because of Abel Ferreira. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't know why you were gonna say it, but I'm pretty sure that you've—that's your go-to CGI ridiculousness example. Because there is a ridiculous one with America Ferreira who walks to a phone booth, and then I saw the green screen, like green screens you couldn't believe, and it's her 
just walking across a green screen, and they green screened the entire city of Manhattan behind her and a phone that she was using in her hand. Like, they couldn't just have someone walk to a phone booth. That was too difficult a shot to make. So they had some guy, like, they should, They couldn't have her do it. They couldn't, couldn't have her spend 10 minutes doing it. So they had some production team spend probably 17 months <laughs> making a phone booth in 3D. Did you say that around, she's, around her. she's Abel Ferrara's daughter? Is that what you said? I don't know if they're related. I don't even know. I have seen a movie with her in it. Had David Cross in it as well, whom I despise. Um, I have a really good... Uh... Uh, I wish I could remember the other person that was in it. In the bar last night? Um, Ping-ponging? No, uh, David Cross has this, like, he he and another guy, I can't remember the other guy's name, but the other guy's pretty famous as well. Uh, Jack Black? No. They went to uh, Cartoon Network, or what's the other one in Atlanta? Cartoon Network Adult and Swim. Adult Swim. One of those. They They went to them, and they pitched an idea to do this show that was like basically a like fake commercial it would be like an infomercial but it wouldn't be real and as it started going you would start realizing it wasn't real like it was getting more and more ridiculous but mm. still somewhat believable and they pitched this idea Brian Posehn. and the guy was like the the executive or whatever was like no I don't think we're going to do that I don't really you know I don't think it's something we could do right now and then they totally just did the whole idea without them. Hmm. And there was this whole article where David Cross is calling him out and being like, and the guy's rebuttal is just like totally insane. Like, uh, I didn't know that David Cross invented fake commercials, that that was his doing. And uh, it's this whole back and forth between them. I don't have a go-to like Mean Streets or a phone booth right now, but I have heard of things like that happening before. Where someone will present an idea to a producer and they'll say, no thanks, and then a year later they make Independence Day. Yeah. I didn't know you invented aliens. But I wonder if part of it's like <laughs> just the megalomania of being that guy that you think that every idea is unique to you, where you just like, are like oh, I know, you know, like if, it, if you're truly just like so self-consumed that you don't realize that someone else told you that, that you think you just came up with it. Oh, I thought you were saying David Cross was a megalomaniac because he didn't realize that 10 other people pitched a fake commercial as well. <laughs> that could be true also. They're both true. I don't like anyone in that story, David Cross or the thief. I'm probably not going to like the commercial either. Um, do we want to start this movie? We should because I'm going to have to leave before it's over at this point. Yeah. Um... Deshaun Warlock, you're the one that chose this as part of your series. Are you sure? Of Brutal Architects. So, did you want to introduce us to it or introduce it to us? Um, do you have any notes or do you want to make up something on the fly? Do you want someone else to, to do it? Uh, I, uh, I don't really have anything to say about it. I think it stands on its own. Have you seen it before? Um, I can't remember the whole story. <laughs> bits and pieces. Everyone probably knows the story, as he says, stands on its own. Everyone knows what Death Wish is, even if you haven't seen it. You might not even have to see it. You just know that it is it is out there because it spawned like 17,000 copies. 
Yeah. Okay, let's uh get the video rolling and talk some more about it, I guess. I'm paused right where the Paramount fades to black. Okay. Okay, I'm there. Okay, I will uh count down from three. <clears throat> okay, listeners, now is the time to sync your movie with this tweet so that you can hear our commentary at the appropriate points of the film. Go ahead and begin playing your movie. Let it roll past the Paramount logo screen. As soon as you see the Paramount screen fade to black, hit pause on your media player. Return to this tweak and listen for us to count down from three. When we say the word play, unpause your movie and you should be in sync with us. You can go ahead and stop this film tweak while you cue your movie, then return for the countdown, which begins immediately. Get ready. Three, two, one, play. play. Jesus. There was a tidal wave of uh, noise that came in, literally. <laughs> that does not appear to be that appears to be the real ocean with the uh, lady in pink he does not he does not seem to be on a real beach so you think that the view of the woman is oh that that changes things oh, so that's not actually oh. him because we're seeing him from behind so he's just I don't know. rockaways right yeah that's him is he By wearing way, a banana hammock? Sweet. Oh, yeah, he is. And that was probably contractually obligated because he wanted to do it nude, and they forced him <laughs> to wear the, uh... <laughs> uh... What is oh, it? Oh, God. Sling? Ew, what's... I've never, <laughs> I've never seen him kiss anyone before. Especially that creepily... I don't know uh, what it's like to be with someone, but... That does not appear to be real. I can't imagine someone kissing that tenderly ever. He's actually kind of ripped. Oh, yeah. Super Are you kidding? Uh, Wait, am I kidding that he's ripped or kidding that I'm surprised? That you're surprised? Yeah, Yeah, I'm surprised. (laughs) He's uh, 54 years old in this movie, by the way. I've, I've only ever seen Death Wish 3, and he's like an old man, so it's surprising. I guess I've seen Once Upon a Time in the West, but I don't remember him being naked in it. Listen to that so. movie at all. When he plays an American Indian, I think he's shirtless at some point. Co-starring Vincent Gardenia, who you only know from a Beastie Boys song <laughs> because, it rhy- because it rhymes with something else. This is this is the kind of New York City that people like Deshaun think still exists when they move there from the suburbs of like Ohio. Does this not? The the gritty how, I mean, that cars, cars parked with subway tracks? Hard underbelly of the country when really there's just like it's like Disneyland with Kmart's and Starbucks now. And this bridge is gone. Are you about to say you, you could film that exact same shot right now, except for those buildings down at the end? The cabs look different now. Christopher Guest is in this. Olympia <laughs> Dukakis? 
That should say and Jeff Goldblum. Is he in this? A nice shot of the uh, Louis Kahn park. That uh, train station there is still there. Scooter bug. And a scooter bus. I think I might be ahead of you. I'm no, I, I do not miss the days when you could be killed in like Union Square in broad daylight. Hey, I do not me, miss those days. Tell me when you get to the part where it says Hurt Music by Herbie Hancock. I will. Of course, now I'm reading this instead of looking at the sweet wall coverings. Yeah. I wonder if he One designed this. Yeah, her, now, yep. Herbie Hancock. Got it. Okay. Uh, do we get to see him architecting in this? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Are you oh, really? for some action architecting shots? Yeah. Well, I'm always curious to see how they're portrayed. The one that I really remember oh, so the most is from Indecent Proposal, where Woody Harrelson has, like, tracing paper all, like, all over his walls, like, all around the room, and he's, like, sitting on the floor sketching on this <laughs> tracing paper on the wall. If he's a true architect, he's architecting right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Everything is part of the work. Just because he's not using Revit doesn't mean he's not working. So the feeling of the elastic leg holes on his banana hammock is inspiring to him as an architect. I'll tell you, though, ripping like a fucking spreadsheet off of a dot matrix printer does not seem like the kind of architecture I'd want to be doing. He's doing a Miesian office building, though. Oh, man. I don't like I the proportions it. of it. They're kind of squat. I love that the movie, like the the, the 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 synopsis is he's a bleeding heart liberal, and they literally say bleeding heart liberal three times. <laughs> is that Rudolph Giuliani? Is that his boss? That was the style back then. What, to look like Giuliani? Yeah. To wear a vest under your... Suit jacket. To wear a gold tie, a mustard shirt, and a brown jacket. <laughs> Redesign it if necessary. Write that down. So he's more like a city planner than he is an architect, right? Yeah, they're doing like some suburban development on a hill. I think the Hawaii thing was unnecessary. It well, it just shows their life that he loves his wife and helps you know what she looks like in a bathing suit. Oh, look at these thugs. <laughs> That's Jeff there's, Goldblum. There's the fly. Yeah. Wait, where's Jeff Goldblum? He's one of the thugs. Oh, is it? I could have added this to the grocery store scene. Uh, best grocery store scenes. <laughs> is this better than any of the ones that you had already? After all that shit, they're going to pay for the for the beers. And the aerosol. I think that... Uh, woman would have been attractive today. The cashier? Yeah. She looks uh, familiar for some reason. 
This guy would not be attractive today. Who, Jeff Goldblum? He is not. Oh, he would. He's he's attractive now and in the film. But the his uh, accomplice there. The bald guy? Bike stop. No, uh, the, the sweat hog. <laughs> Pseudobug. Why they crouched down like they were in the jungle? They're in Manhattan, so it wouldn't be surprising to see somebody in the sidewalk. Some would say it's a concrete jungle. You could just walk down the sidewalk and nobody would think twice about it. That's also a pretty sweet Jughead hat that, uh... Yeah. Also that the Jeff Goldblum has good, on. Good color. The Nun's an homage to, uh, Miss 45. Really? Directed by America Ferrara's father? That's true. <laughs> Where is that, Deshaun? Where there's that <laughs> that, that, that sweet ramp and stair thing? Oh, that's um, that's Twenty uh, Third Street. Huh. There's Chekhov's baby carriage. Oh, is there going to be a battleship Potomkin homage in this as well? Are the unlocked bice unlocked bicycles? I'm sorry, an Untouchables homage. Are these guys just ultra? They got to be hopped up on something. Yeah, what are they... Like, why do they have to constantly do shit? Just calm down. This is a, an interesting window into the past that spray paint cans used to not have a cap the color of the paint. They bought a can think... that has a white cap, but they're spraying red or brown out of it. I think they always have white caps. You gotta take the cap off, then you spray the color on the cap. Uh, not in contemporary times. The oh, caps are the color that the can contains. I don't think so. I know you're a, a graffito artist, but I just had to buy shit tons of spray paint over the past few weeks. What brand did you buy? Cry Crylon. Uh, I'm not sure. Jeez. This is the scene that makes Deshaun... Don't jive, mother. <laughs> I don't know. We had a uh, speaking line, speaking role. The spray paint seems unnecessary. I mean, like, yeah, like, aren't you guys assholes enough? You had to do that too. Yeah, you like also. Oh, and also, don't ruin our apartment. Ooh, swastika. They didn't know what they were doing when they wrote this scene. What would thugs do? That looks like the mother for the woman from Star Trek. The mother of the woman from Star Trek? She was also in the uh, film with John Ritter. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, this is very hard to watch. I wonder if Jeff Goldblum regrets taking this role. It must have yeah, been his first role, right? Or do those two people regret being in it? This is not a very optimistic uh, scene. If Stanley Kubrick Ooh. had shot this, you'd be... Ugh. He did shoot this. 
Yeah. Actually, I don't know if he had yet. When did Clockwork Orange come out? It's probably around the exact same time, I guess. After 1969, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably 73 or something. I wish that Charles Ronson would walk in right now with a handgun. A zip gun, maybe. He just made it. He was architecting. Wait, I don't think they're dead. Are they? That was more brutal than I remember. How did they make this in the 70s? I'm ready for this scene to be over. I'm just looking at the wallpaper in the other room. Oh, no. She calls Charles Bronson's office instead of the police. Well, back then, uh, women weren't seen as... They wouldn't have believed them, you know, Uh. if you called the police. The police probably would have arrested them. It's not like today when the police hop to it and women don't get blamed. Oh, no. He's calling. Okay. The police called him. Why didn't he just go to the hospital now? Did call him. I'm Sorry. sitting at my desk with a tie on. <laughs> this is uh, one perfect shot, by the way, in this mirror. Yeah. And it pans down. A plus. Is that Danny Glover? I like that policeman's outfit, though. Double-breasted uh, men's outfits are embarrassing. <laughs> I'd much rather see a cop dressed like that than just like in a golf shirt that has a badge screen printed on it <laughs> and be expected to follow his orders this waiting room is also a A- minus. why do you say A- minus? because it's got a plant in it do you, do you think every space from the past is superior to spaces in the present? No, if uh, if you like, I'll point out some ones that are Fs. I usually just don't see any need to, but I'll point out some bad ones. I haven't seen well. any yet. Dr. White. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Wait, why am I getting... What? What is he, yeah, he doing? Oh, I see it's part of the thing. Dog, they have codes. Like when someone says code pink, that usually means there's an attractive woman who's passed out and you can see up her dress. Uh, yeah. So Dr. White Doc, probably yeah. means something like there's a Nazi on on the second floor. Or there's a black cop in a double-rested suit. Ooh. I thought the uh, I thought both the mother and the daughter were killed. Oh no! Just well, one of them has to survive till the sequel, and they can die then. For such a manly guy, I feel 
like an ass for saying this because he could probably come beat me up from beyond the grave, but why didn't he just get rid of that sort of half mustache? I'm guessing there's a badass scar under there. You don't think that that's part of his mystique or character? It's all wispy yeah. and out of shape. It seems like Charles Bronson would have like a mop hand or a broom or something under his nose, not just a five or six stray hairs. I think he has it just to make you uncomfortable, to throw you off a you little bit. think they're shaving it between scenes? He he knows he didn't have how an, he... unappealing and bizarre it looks. So when they show the close-ups, you're like unnerved by it. He didn't have it in other movies. He had it pretty much probably from here on out. I don't know if he yeah. had it long before this, but... I think he looks weird without it, personally. Like in uh, Once Upon a Time in the West, he, he looks really strange without the mustache. But don't you think you just think that because you used to it? Because this is the Charles yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, so the mother died. Okay, yeah. I realize that. They did not use the quintessential New York cemetery that's behind my house that they use in every mob movie. Oh, you see, you can see the skyline. Yeah, in the yeah, exactly. Wonder how long they had to wait to get this shot. Oh, this one. Blizzard. Oh, this is because they're in Westchester. How long they had to wait, what, to get the snow? Yeah, to shoot that in a blizzard. Maybe they filmed it this winter. That's pretty. It wasn't like... That's pretty legit, though, to use, like... I mean, they would do it in a movie now. They would just use fake snow in, like, a small little... A smaller scene instead of doing... This is a pretty hot police station. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if it snows all the time, but don't you have to spend a lot of money on getting ready? You can't just run out there yeah, the day it true. snows. I guess it could have been CGI. Like this phone this guy's on is CGI. <laughs> well, I heard that once CGI was invented that Charles Bronson paid money for them to go back in and CGI a lot of stuff into this. Like this guy he's shaking hands with? Yeah, that, that's not that guy's not <laughs> there. That... They just added his head in post. Yeah, that's somebody else. Somebody else's body. <laughs> it's like the job of the hut scene in Star Wars, where it's uh, he's Harrison Ford just talking to a big fat guy. Yeah, is that true? That was a mistake. Yeah, <clears throat> and then when uh, George Lucas went back. In the 90s, I guess, and re-released them. He CGI'd the actual giant slug thing into the scene. It looks really bad. He waited until quote CGI was ready, but yeah. it wasn't ready. No. <laughs> you can tell. He, you can tell he's talking to a cartoon. Why didn't they just save the uh, big puppet and film that again? They, that must be like in, uh, in a warehouse somewhere. I guess because Harrison Ford was 30 years older. Yeah. Well, the 60 guys that 
ran it are probably all dead now. Film, film the puppet against a green screen and put it into the scene with Harrison Ford. Hmm. I guess also doesn't Jabba the Hutt like slither across the tarmac in that scene? He's he's moving around in that, yeah. yeah. After seeing, after appearing to be stationary in the other in the other film. I guess he got uh, fatter and more old and and less mobile by the time Return of the Jedi came out. No one tells you this, but the, the lifespan of a hut is only like four years. Huh. So he was a senior citizen by that time. Oh, so that's his son-in-law, not his son. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was her brother. How did how did you learn that? You could tell at the beginning. He said, "Like I think it is. I don't want to hear about you and Carol." I think they're both. He's like, "It's not me and biological. Carol. It's Mom and Carol." Is he just drinking a glass of milk? It's completely full. <laughs> <laughs> it was. He's gonna get a milk mustache. Maybe it's. Uh, it was like filled to the rim. Milk plus. I need to take a short break. I'll be right back. Bring a jar back with you. Object clatters on the subtitles. It should have said a uh, glass of milk. Milk plus. Jesus, here's more punks. Are they smashing a station wagon? Someone's. There's that Volkswagen again. Jesus, that's a different one. They're everywhere. This uh, train station is superior to whatever they have now. <laughs> Back when you would meet people at a booth. This is a bank, your ticket From a vending machine. Right. I see. <laughs> I thought it was a train station. That oh, bank is definitely yeah. better than a bank by the work group then. He's making a blackjack. <laughs> when he first got those, I thought he was going to roll them up in his fists and punch somebody, but the blackjack is way cooler. That seems like a lot of trouble to go through to get just to, something to hit somebody with. He had to yeah. go to the bank and to go buy a sock. <laughs> Couldn't he just found something in his house, in his house like a, cl a club? Or some rocks off the street. Some garbage. Yeah, yeah now there's going to be a paper, a paper trail of that transaction. That he just got two rolls of quarters. Dip his hands in a bucket of glue and then into some broken glass. That uh, lamp, that lamp is fucking awesome. The drafting lamp. Nah, he's back at work now. He's about to go on a business trip. They need to learn to stop creeping over this girl, casting shadows on her and shit. It's not normal. Yeah, you know what else isn't normal? Probably with the reason that she's sleeping so much. Wait, he said that her reaction is not normal? She's sleeping too much. It's not normal. Yeah. As if he forgot why she's sleeping too much. <laughs> she was just raped. This room is inferior to rooms today. It is. I, I kind of love it. Can you tell what's Ugh. going on with that, that chess chair? That chair is the worst chair on film. They should be <laughs> they should be playing nonstop yeah, city like on that winning. table. 
Yeah, we should do a uh, another series, films that have nonstop nonstop city photoshopped <laughs> into them. <laughs> like you want, like you want this painting. You want to have all these paintings in your series. Yeah, like that matador, or that <laughs> bucket of ice. Someone has to get up and fill that thing with ice every this... day, just for that scene. Yeah, I I've never understood ice buckets. Maybe for a party or like if you're having people over for some drinks, that's gonna last about ninety minutes. But to just have it, what is that puff? It probably <clears throat> lights up. It's fiber optics. Just to have a bucket of ice that you go to regularly to put in your milk, it doesn't seem. Well, they didn't have ice effective. machines back then. Someone had to come by. You had a freezer in your refrigerator, you like a bucket full of ice every day. You'd have a an ice cube tray in your freezer. This is one of the few uh, Wikipedia edits I ever made that stuck. There's a list of like fictional characters who live on Riverside Drive, uh-huh. and I added uh, Paul Kersey because huh. he lives on like 151 near uh, Liz Lemon from 30 Rock. What if that, that guy alone? seemed unnecessary? Yeah. Who wrote that? Quentin Smoking, Tarantino. Smoking while black. See, he didn't he didn't give shit to that white couple. No, of course not. Just a black guy taking a smoke break after working a 40-hour shift at the emergency room. Now we get stabbed by a white guy instead. It's retribution. All right, here's two rolls of quarters. That's a pretty wussy criminal. See, I would have taken his knife to sort of level up. He didn't even hit him with a blackjack? Yeah, he hit him with the quarters. I think that was the lesson. He just learned that most of them are predators who rely on your fear, not on strength, Uh to win a a situation. So once you take away their confidence, you've won. Is that the best they could do, getting rid of that swastika? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Get some kills up enough. in there. Now it looks like blood. He's an architect. He should know what to specify to cover up stains on walls. Or just do an addition there. <laughs> or beat it beat it out with the uh quarters. What? <laughs> Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Socks suck. Tucson Airport is better than the Atlanta Airport. Guarantee you, it doesn't look like that anymore. (laughs) There's Kevin Spacey. Holy shit. Oh, man. (laughs) I didn't know he was in this. I'd prefer you not. I don't think people rustle like Holsteins like that. Like, those are just regular cows. They don't uh, ride horses anymore. Last time I saw cowboys on the range, they were on uh, ATVs. Yeah. yeah. They were still dressed like this, like assholes, but they were on <laughs> four-wheelers. This appears they were to still be wearing chaps. some sort of caricature. 
of a uh, ranch. Here's where we're supposed to think the architect's a hero for taking this land and turning it into a subdivision with watered lawns. Yeah, you could put more buildings here instead of these mountains and open ranges. <laughs> is uh, what is, is he town? supposed to be be becoming a misanthrope now and doesn't want? people to live anywhere that's uh or is he is he afraid if he builds a if he builds a city it will attract people to kill each other yeah anytime you get more than a thousand people together the punks come in and murder each other so is this <laughs> that's ironic this is like a frontier yeah. town they shoot movies here sometimes, but not now. <laughs> he just told him it was, yeah, he just told him it was a phony town as if he didn't know. <laughs> oh, they don't have draws at high noon anymore? This is phony? Oh, he's really being inspired by this. Yeah, this is uh, Chekhov's roleplay, costume roleplay. He's going to have a panic attack. Will you excuse me, please? Oh, uh, check out that guy's camcorder. Is that his Zapruder? Does it have a violence. feed going to like a... VHS hanging on his belt? No, it was like a, a film uh, camera. Oh, like a Super 8? Yeah. Oh, this is where he learns that guns exist and that he should use one. Yeah, yeah. Uh... So, are those guys lip-syncing? Or are they mic'd? Yeah, I think it's uh, being addressed uh, as a public address that's recorded. They should have uh, shot this fake western scene all uh, peck and paw with a lot more slow motion uh, deaths. Just completely incongruous with the rest of the movie style. Here's their they're planning Nightmare City. <laughs> <laughs> Architects in short sleeve button down shirts. That's a good good meme. Well, if you were I mean, if you looked like him, you'd want to wear a short sleeve button down. It is looks like a nice neighborhood. Everyone's gonna have one of those round uh Oscar Nehemiah houses. <laughs> Just four hundred flying saucers. Or the what is it, the Kinosphere? The uh, John Lautner house. It's like up on a stilt. Yes. <laughs> I know there's one in L.A. I don't know if it's called the Kinosphere. Do you guys have to go out and Isn't survey there... things yourself, too? Yeah, we, we learned how to survey well, in architecture school. 
That was cool. Yeah. I don't know what you mean by you guys. Someone probably does. I never had to survey for like Quilt a Day or uh, Roma. I never had to do this on Roma. Why would you even bother drawing that? Do you think Did you see it? that drawing? Just go out there and build whatever. Oh, this is sweet. Yeah, don't walk over. Stay right there. Yeah. Don't come any closer. You don't get to see this fucking site plan of a curly road. Does he have a pencil sharpener on his desk? I don't see one. Electric sharpener. It'd be the size of a microwave. What? Wasn't he using a lead holder? I didn't see that. What's that thing on his desk that looks like a computer monitor? That's probably a pencil sharpener. <laughs> so this guy flew him to Tucson and set him up in his ranch house to design a subdivision while he's there. It's like he's a prisoner. You're not allowed to leave? Yeah, like, this is like a Rump stiltskin esque scenario. It's what inspired Kathy Bates in uh, that James Conn movie. Yes. Later on, he cuts off his legs and forces him <laughs> to design a house. Oh, this is a, a shooting range in the guy's house? Yeah. Jesus. Did people in Arizona have that much money back then? Wait, did he say that guns are extension of <laughs> your penis? And Charles Bronson said, I've thought about that. Yes. <laughs> and then he grabs the guy's junk. Oh, is that not what he you meant by that? Did they have muggers in Arizona as well? I'll tell you what, this is the coolest shooting range ever, though. It looks like one from Disney World where you're shooting at those little red lights. Yeah. This guy looks like the type that when the lights come on, you're going to see an actual man tied to a stake across the room <laughs> rather than a piece of paper. That would be if F. Murray Abraham were the rancher. What? Oh, bullshit. That's not true. Hogleg Colt. Chekhov's target practice. Hey, you think he's going to end up shooting a gun later in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> it does seem kind of... It's, it's 34 minutes into an hour and a half movie. He's, he just now gets his gun for the first time. Is he doing real acting? I mean, it's Charles a real Bronson? movie. It, well, uh, watching the trailers or just having it 
you know, knowing about his legacy, you think the movie's nothing but him walking around at night firing guns. But for the most of this, he's just having conversations like a normal actor. Expressing emotion. Yeah. Making chipboard topo models. Do you think he had a clause in his in his contract that was like, every movie I do, I need to have some sort of western thing going on? <laughs> a denim shirt. I look way better in Wranglers than yeah. I think slacks. he's from... I think he's from uh, your part of the world, Deshaun. My part? Western yeah. PA? Yeah. Yeah, like coal mining country. If I were being driven to the airport in that car, I'd make the guy drop me off like <laughs> at the end of the driveway. Oh, please tell me he's going to carry those onto the plane. You could do that in the 70s. Yeah, yeah just shoot your way on and then sit down calmly. <laughs> How come he's not taking uh, photographs of everything you see, some selfies and stuff? Oh, wow. And one of the backgrounds taking a selfie in front of the Tucson sign. What's the Do you uh, remember what it was like? This is holy shit, this is fucking awesome. This is the this is the best airport. Oh wait, this is this made. is JFK, okay. Yeah. I, I was like, this didn't look like the stone building outside in Tucson. What architect would come to the TWA terminal and fight about a hospital bill instead of looking at the concrete <laughs> Why isn't he just walking around looking at the ceiling? Shut up, son. I'm soaking it up. Probably because uh, <laughs> Did you see the, the guy walking by with a plant? Yeah. Wait, a, did you yeah, see the guy like with a, the... Did you see the guy with a poncho? And then a girl with a headband? That, that was amazing. That plant looked like a giant dill plant. Those are three insane things <laughs> happen in the background. No one even looks. Oh, there's now, another person now all I'm doing is looking at the people in the back. Another girl with a poncho. That's the same poncho. That person is just, all right, now walk back across. They're going to show, like, a clown strangling a mime or something in the background and nobody watches. I want that person with the plant to walk by on that balcony now. Also, Throw it over. Why does the, or just stop, why does the stop, stop and stare at the camera. Why does the son-in-law look like a Neanderthal? Yeah, like, from fine. the commercials. From those uh, Geico commercials. Uh-oh. Is she still asleep? That's not normal. She's in the hospital now. I was too busy watching the for the plant guy. Did she try to kill herself or something? What did you say? I think she's catatonic. No. <clears throat> At any point does he say that he wishes his daughter died too? Yeah. A few times. That's why he got those guns. <laughs> Put her out of her misery. What is she... 
Is she gonna die? Ooh, canal hospital. Is she like what what papers was he talking about? Is she like on life support? She doesn't look like it, no. No, she's I think she's just catatonic. Oh, they want to put her they want to commit her. The guy in the sort of skin tight white sweater turtleneck yeah. is gross. He looks like a, a Frenchman. <laughs> Frog tooth. There's nothing we can have do you been, to stop it. Have you been to this waiting room, Deshaun? Oh yeah, plenty of times. Do you have Canal that bed oh, I did, I've been on the uh, Death Wish tour of New York. <laughs> it's called I Miss the Old New York. His decor is decidedly unstylish. Yeah. Like, you think so? It's like ho I think that's a hotel room. Look at those drapes have to be in a hotel. By the 70s, there already were, like, Corbusier chaise lounges and stuff. Why would you buy... Well, he bought the stuff, like, five years before they made the movie. Ooh, oh, this that. is hard, hard to watch. This explains why they were in uh, Hawaii, so he could get these photos later. I was wrong. I admit it. Let's use the soft focus on this scene. Who took the picture of them standing there? <laughs> he had he had one of those one ten Instamatic cameras, so I know it didn't have a timer. Did he have a selfie stick? No, he had both hands on his hips, <laughs> thrusting that huge package out. Uh, it's forty one minutes now, and he still hasn't had a death wish. Look how badly that's wrapped. I guess the movies were different. <laughs> that's back true. Then. That cowboy doesn't know how to wrap things. He's maybe the he's reusing paper. The box is nicer than the wrapping paper. Yeah. Just giving it to him like that would have been fine enough. That nameplate probably says handgun Here's on a it. Though. Box with a Wait, what? engraved gold plate I made for you this afternoon. What is the liquid that's in there? Probably gun oil. You have to oil your gun. That's a that girl's thing gun. Looks like a, to a toy. Yeah. He's just going to break it in half with his hand. He should have given him that hog leg. Or whatever it was called. Horse leg? Hog leg. It's very, He's going to shoot windy. them for releasing balloons. <laughs> Ducks are going to swallow those things. So, has there been any, like, progress on the court? Or, like, the investigation into who did this? Has he been... They're watching the police blotter. They are? Okay. It seems like in contemporary movies, he would have... The whole movie would have been about him hunting on, the people down. Hold. Not going to Tucson to draft a yeah. subdivision. Back then, people trusted the system because they hadn't seen Death Wish yet. They uh. know the system doesn't doesn't work. So he's just putting his faith in, like, society. So what's going to happen? Like, they're, when... The police finally find the people and arrest them. He's just going to go shoot them in jail. I mean, look how hesitant he is to go out here and murder these guys in the park. I mean, if this was Liam Neeson in 2015, he would have killed him that five minutes later. 
Um, Paul Kersey does not seem enthusiastic about this. Was was this side was this area ever a bad neighborhood though? Like Riverside Drive. Where is this? Where this is taking place. He li- he lives in like the '80s, which is like the Upper West Side. So yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. Also, don't know where you can go and just stand right on the water anymore. Isn't there a highway there? Yeah. Like, if you step over that rail, you're gonna be in the river. Is that still possible? Um, no. There's like, there's <laughs> like a uh, there's like a, a mezzanine kind of level there. Which I think is where he is, and below is the uh, West Side Highway. Oh, he didn't count on that. Wait, bad guys have guns too? Yeah, but he moved too soon. He already showed his hand by pulling his gun out. That's why Bronson won. Feels good to kill. He's not going to kill him. He's just going to leave him writhing in pain. Yeah. Got so, shot. Go. My caption said retching. He didn't look like he was retching. This is when Dinkins outlawed guns because he saw this movie. I think this is when uh, Bernie Getz got his first erection when he saw that. <laughs> Although he did shoot, he did shoot a guy later. Did he shoot that person, or they came at him with a screwdriver, or did he kill them with a screwdriver? They came at him with a screwdriver, uh, okay. and he shot, I think he shot more than one, and one of them he shot, and the guy fell down and was retching on the floor, and Bernie Getz stood over him and looked at him for a while and said, looks like you need some more, and shot him again. Do you only know Bernard Getz because of the Beastie Boys as well? No, he ran for mayor when I was in New York. Oh, and his geez. platform his platform was uh to give everyone sandwiches. This guy. That Brian Dennehy. They got a lot, good, uh, from a lot of good snow scenes. Bernie gets no my first experience with him when I was a kid in Mississippi I remember seeing all the uh, placards people like protesting in favor of Bernie gets yeah and uh, one of the one of the signs I remember seeing was gets gets him which is a play Wait. on some kind of uh, bug spray so they, they um, automatically decide this guy was at fault that like he was the bad guy uh, this douchebag cop just took a picture of a flash and just threw the bulb in the ground twice. Did you see that? (laughs) He unscrewed his flash bulb and just threw it on the sidewalk. I haven't looked up what Bernard Getz looks like in a long time, uh, or maybe ever, just remembering from when I was a kid, seeing it on the news. But when I close my eyes and picture him, all I can see is Jeffrey Dahmer. Does he look like (laughs) Jeffrey Dahmer? I don't think so. Or did he he in the uh, 80s? Noam Chomsky. He looks like Noam Chomsky. He looked like Noam Chomsky in the eighties. Yeah, I don't know what Noam Chomsky looked like then, but he looks like Noam Chomsky does now. Or the last time I saw a picture of Noam Chomsky. But I remember, like when when he actually initially came to 
public eye. Popularity? Yeah. I feel like he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. His platform or his plan in uh in when he was running in two thousand and two or whatever it was, you know, it was after the uh, terror attacks, and Giuliani was trying to convince everyone to change the law so he could run for like a third term because he wanted to be mayor, and his argument was that no one else can fight terror, so we need to change laws uh-huh. so I can be mayor forever. Uh, and people said that's okay. It's not that bad of an emergency. And there's other people in the country. But Bernie Getz was going to run as mayor and have uh, assign Giuliani as like his deputy mayor and then not do anything and let huh. Giuliani do everything. Uh-huh. That was his trick. So he thought he'd get all the Giuliani voters. But uh, he also wanted to give everyone sandwiches. That was a big thing. And I was I was supportive of that. What does that mean? He wanted everyone to have access to, like, a healthy sandwich. You can tell this is the beginning of his Death Wish series because he does not use a gun very well yet. What the fuck are you talking about? He just killed three people with four shots. That's better than, like, the New York City police. But he doesn't look comfortable with it. He killed two people with one shot each. Who's that guy? If, if If he was a cop... He would have shot like 60 rounds and hit the guy once (laughs) in the hand. And it would have been a bystander. Uh, The guy that was alive was a victim. It was a victim or was he like a hobo sleeping in the garbage? Uh, The three guys were attacking somebody. I see. So he shot him and they had to have him survive to tell the cops. The victim of the three guys, not the victim of Paul. Those guys weren't victims. They were... Yeah, they don't count. What did he look like? Charles Bronson? Uh, I just drank something, and I'm not sure what it was. That was me talking, not a quote from the film. <laughs> Put this down. I think there was something in the cup before I poured coffee in it. Oh, fuck. This is an homage to uh, that movie with The Shining. The movie with The Shining? The Shining. Isn't there a a phenomenon called The Shining? Yes. Anytime you see a building in the snow. Ah, I see. I thought you were talking about the nuns. With a crazy person. So they're they're just making her a nun now? Can you walk if you're catatonic? This is a... Shot inspired by Kubrick, you can tell by the one point perspective. I think so. Yeah, your body still functions. Yeah, but yeah, that's what kind of would you be is. able to control its function so specifically? That train, that train station is better than like Penn Station today in New York. Yeah. I don't care maybe for that chain link fence, but... Maybe 1974 was just like the apex of American civilization. That scarf is better than the scarf I have now. Yeah. Mine covers like two square feet. That's like a mile long. I don't know about the uh, 
lapels. Yeah, the jacket. The lining <laughs> folding out into the lapels, and that one of the lapels is buttoned down to the breast. Is there a guy in the background? Oh, there's a lady, and a guy. A Chekhov's happy family. They really are uh, embedding a lot in the. Uh, what would you call it? Entourage or extras? Seems to, to seems to be well thought out. He's probably gonna look back and see them and like that's the family I could have had, and he's gonna kill them. <laughs> look at that piece the of guy... slate on the ground. Oh, never mind. Ah. Do y'all think I don't know if Deshaun is still here? Yes. But do y'all think that the uh... I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I'm still here. <laughs> How many times have y'all sat and pondered like the the uh, art of the character actor or the featured extra uh, is lost now that these days everyone in a movie is a star? Well, that's a good point. Have Have you noticed that? Like, what's the guy? What's the guy that played Fredo? That's like the big one. They made a John John Cazale. Yeah, John Cazale. Yeah. Because they made it, they made like a whole. John there's a documentary about Streep. how amazing he was. Yeah, uh, but, I've or, noticed that today, when they make films, I don't know if it's, and I have a theory that it's got to do with how easy it is to get in touch and how digital cameras have changed or whatever uh, production. But like, you might want, you know, someone like Seth Rogen or whoever is a star in his own right. But these days, you'll watch something that'll have a like two-minute cameo that once would just been some hump like this. But now they'll have Seth Rogen come in and do it. Like, there's no roles for, like, just regular fucks anymore because they can get a star for everything. Uh, see, I don't know what... I don't know what... That's a thing now, though, where it's like it's like a, it's like a game where you're like, oh, we're going to put this person in and we're not going to act like they're... They're not going to be in a role that's deserving of them because they're more famous than the, than the leads. Like... I know you. neither one of you probably watch it, but that show Girls will do that a lot, where they'll have, like, an older actor that's much more famous than anyone on that show. Like, for instance, uh, I mean, he's not very famous now, but Colin Quinn does, like, a regular uh, role on there that's, like, a very bit part. But, like, he's more famous than Lena Dunham, I guess. I don't um, think so. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, that guy's got a fucking sailboat on the train on the trolley here one thing that's always amazing to me <laughs> is how new york subway cars have not changed oh really i mean yeah not really it seems like there would have been, would have been more graffiti on this one back then had graffiti not happened oh yet? i guess that's true yeah do you think, don't you think Charles Bronson looks like a guy you wouldn't fuck with, though? That you would or would not? Would not. Uh, he looks like a square. I probably wouldn't fuck with that guy either, the guy that's getting up to get off the train. <laughs> yeah. Like, he looks kind of tough, too. I mean, like, in comparison, like, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to rob this old lady. I'm not going to rob this, like, guy with the badass mustache. He's built like a brick shit house. <laughs> yeah. His head, his head is bigger than my body, <laughs> and he doesn't even care that I'm walking over with a gun. He just sits. You there think that guy's going to Central Park to run his sailboat in the uh, oh, yeah. pond? Can, do you know what station this is, Deshaun? What station is that? 
I don't know. I missed it. If it were Paris, you could tell. Or Atlanta. Also, when you mug someone, are you supposed to menace them for 10 minutes in advance, or you just walk over and get it over with and run? Yeah. Are you supposed to leer at them and like... You, you want them to get a really good idea, a really good view of what you look like. He just doesn't. He's going to run out of bullets. He just shoots nice. everybody. Look at that. Two shot center mass. Think, think of how awkward it is when you have to stay on the train for a while after you just killed two people. You're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. There you go, he's getting off 86th Street. This is the fucking express. Why'd I get on this one? Yeah, oh god, I gotta go all the way to fucking... That's why it's illegal to move between cars, because they want to make sure you don't get out of a car you just murdered someone in. Yeah. Hey, what? It seemed like that back then would have been the time to be a killer. I mean, there's not cameras everywhere. That's true. No one pays any attention. Killing was so much easier in the 70s. There's no chance he went the other way. <laughs> Who? <laughs> the guy that was in the city. Everyone has to wear double-breasted jackets. Does the uh, press conference need to take place in such a dramatic setting with the guy, like, on the top of steps so the camera has to be at a 50-degree angle? I think it's the only way you could fit all those reporters in there. And do Germans and Italians care about a murder in New York City in 1974? And a French guy? What a dumb idea to make flashes actually use bulbs. It only work once. <laughs> Why do they do that? This guy looks familiar, too. Do you think the Kevin Spacey guy is going to get pulled in? Oh, the guy from Tucson? Who are those people holding each other? Oh, they're not doing it anymore. Two of the photographers had their arms around each other. <clears throat> this bar is better than the bars that Deshaun works at now. You know it's a bar because it said lager on the wall. An ale. An ale. <laughs> You can go to different rooms to get different drinks. What's ST? There's one that starts with ST. Stout. Oh, this is this is the is this the oyster this is the oyster bar in Grand Central. This bar is better than the bar I work at. And they got a colored TV with the video superimposed on the screen. Yeah. He's so cool. He's so like, like congratulatory, self-congratulatory. That line he just said is where they got the, the side cool maniac starring Joe Spinnell was a side cool to this <laughs> film to show the raving maniac. Now that guy's going to have to die. What's that picture behind the coat rack? It's a nice officer. <laughs> That's the first moonwalk. It looks like we a should, corpse. Uh, should we watch? We should watch Ghostbusters after this to look at her just staring at. Compare him. and contrast the 
New York interiors, uh, how much they've updated them in those, what, 10 years? 15? I think uh, we could fit an in-between viewing of cruise, cruising. Did you see that receipt? Yeah. It was just a list of numbers. They didn't say like what the guy <laughs> bought. He's staring at it like, oh, he bought something for 78 cents. It must have been Paul Kersey. <laughs> It was just a list of prices. I like that bag that just says DAG. <laughs> DAG? DAG. Hey, Jack, I've been killing people. It's making me feel great about my catatonic uh, daughter. Look at that picture of him. It looks wow. like... Do you see the picture on the uh, oh, yeah. piano? It looks like it's his, like, his eight, own, by, his own eight by ten like that he takes to auditions. <laughs> There's a sailboat portrait for your, uh, or I guess it was like a sailing ship for your art of the movie. This wallpaper is hideous. I think any wallpaper that's silver is probably going to be is probably going to be gross. It was a weird time, decoratively. Look at that Don Don Quixote painting on the wall. Yeah. That's supposed to symbolize uh, Charles or Paul Kersey's quixotic journey. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Vasilka? Do you know this diner? This looks like a fun place to eat. This is the diner at a taxi driver where the I think it's the diners all hang out. <laughs> What's that painting? You gotta, Night, you gotta buy a ticket to walk Night in. Ox. What's that? Is this that painting called? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate that jacket. His jacket? Or this guy's jacket? Or the pimp guy with the weird hat's jacket? Paul Kersey's jacket. If I was going to fuck with anyone, it wouldn't be the guy on the right. The guy that had the brown jacket. They have, don't, why don't they assume Paul Kersey's like a thug also? Because he's in the thug diner where everybody's either a prostitute or a thug. Yeah, it seems like that would be where the criminals go and all everyone knows not to bother the other people. And like... Yeah, don't make a... It's this, it's some sort of safe zone for all the criminals to meet. Everyone in the underworld can go there and be safe. Uh, there's an unwritten code that you don't victimize someone else there because they're all criminals. Yeah, it's like a safe zone. This is uh, actually where they filmed Bad. The DMZ. Yeah. For murderers. This does look familiar. Hey, boys. They do, bang, bang. I mean, still to this day, I would say, set up subways for, like, terrible encounters like this. Like, they still <laughs> let them be dark and, like, expansive. Yeah. One wonders, did did they make the movie because things like that began happening in the subway, or did films like this make you terrified of subways when they're not, this would not be scary at all? Oh, now he's like, now he's like playing with people. He's like making it fun to kill them. Yeah. He lured them down there by flashing money around. Yeah. Uh-oh. I think he made his first mistake. Why, let that guy get away? Jesus. 
Do it. You better go up and no finish way. him off. No what? way. Uh, uh, his first mistake was to be wounded, and this guy possibly survives long enough to tell the cops. The, this guy's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, what did he look like? Oh, he had a mustache. Like, dude, it's 1974. Everyone has a mustache. <laughs> That's a really scraggly, shitty one. Though. He's wearing this terrible coat that has one button buttoned down the lapel. <laughs> oh, that guy. Also, in 1974, black guys would still run to the cops for help. These days, that cop would have shot the guy as he came up out of yeah, the uh, stairwell. True. Um, There's a, a black guy running towards me. I better shoot him. He can't be running for help. Do you... That was a quote, by the way. I wasn't... I don't know if... um. Ooh. Here we go. I like this bathroom. Good thing they didn't have DNA Except... testing back then. Yeah, that's what I meant about that was oh. the time. That was like the last the last hurrah. There's no possible way they could find out any clues unless they unless the judge saw him shoot the guy. There is a I don't I no I agree DNA, with you th- no hospitals. that I wouldn't have liked to live in the New York of this era when you could get stabbed. Like I I I think it's dumb when people talk about that. But it looks so cool. Like, like if there were no people there, I would love to live there. Uh, I'm going to sound like an, a heel for saying this. Things still seem to be authentic back then. Nothing was like plastic and nothing was universal. Uh, like, the diner was just the only diner like that. It wasn't just one of a chain of thousands of diners. Right. Uh, and things were made, like the food was made there, not just brought in. So the food might have been authentic versus just a frozen thing that's at hundreds of Wait, diners. Who's that cop? He's somebody. A fam- oh, yeah. Famous. That's the dad from yeah. 16 Candles. Yes, yes. I don't know what his name is, though. Silver Bullets. He must have been a werewolf. He's also the dad in uh, Breaking Away. Oh, yeah. Great eighties dad. Wait, that's not the dad in Sixteen Candles. That was Harry Dean Stanton. No, that's uh, Pretty in Pink. You're correct. I made I made a mistake. Yes. Get your uh, whitewashed eighties uh, movies straight. All right, I have to take another break. I'll be right back. That painting in the background is also the cover of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> yeah, you're right. My favorite novel. Is he redirect redecorating every, between every scene? I don't remember these chairs and stuff last time or the TV. Hey, that's that that woman. These days, they would have caught him already because he would have tweeted himself holding <laughs> the the uh, foot of the New York cover, saying "Vigilante?" question mark with the thumbs up. Um, who, who do you th- say is famous? Her or him? She is. She was on uh, two two seven, maybe. Have no no comment. Yeah, I know, I know what you're thinking, but she she actually is somebody. 
Someone's going to trip and be impaled on rebar. Uh, it's like me saying, this 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 guy looks like he was on Roseanne. Yes, but I, I actually am aware of who people are. Hmm. What is that? What I was saying was these days they would have had like Brad Pitt do that little interview because you can just have someone come and takes 10 minutes. Back then that would have taken like five days to shoot that scene. But are you saying that you couldn't have a room full of people like this now without all of them being somebody? They would still got to be random. They wouldn't shoot it. They wouldn't shoot a scene like this. They would never have this many random people. Because they would all be somebody. Aziz Asari would be there. Brad Pitt would be there. Catherine Keener would be there. These people would all be background now with a hand, or, or like most of them would just be background. In this one, he's saying they're like character actors. They're like one step up. I that's how I see it at least. Like they wouldn't shoot a scene with this many people who actually were engaged. They would just have them as like background where they're like out of focus and it'd be a close up on the guy talking. And that guy would be Nick Offerman. (laughs) That's actually what Nick Offerman looks like without a mustache. It'd be some other star. So they just decorate their walls with pictures of corpses. (laughs) Yeah. Those aren't even like crimes they're working on now. They're just like it's like best ofs. They're like that was so great when that guy got murdered on the subway face down. (laughs) Yeah, there's one back there too, like in the hallway. (laughs) That's a great shot. That's cool. Oh, this yeah yeah. I don't know if those uh, meet standards, the width of those steps and that turnaround. Uh, you couldn't get a wheelchair down those steps. They were like a foot wide. See, this would have been something like, that would have been George Plimpton today. <laughs> Not just a guy with white hair. That would have been Min- Mindy Kaling. No, really? So this guy this guy lives in Brooklyn? Oh. He's at a rooftop party. You know how they have it out there. Oh yeah, all the time. Next he's gonna go to a dumpster filled with foam that you can do backflips into. A swimming pool made out of a garbage scow? Yeah. Oh, wow, they're on to him, huh? Yeah, do they ever ever show how they think it's him? It's just that she died? But in New York, and then everyone's wife or husband would have been killed at some point. <laughs> There's nothing remarkable about that. These are hardly clues. someone's wife who died and he shops at the store that's on his street. I mean, that's not a coincidence. That's just something that happened. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think cops do this anymore either. I'd be suspicious as fuck if that happened. Yeah, if they knew my name. <laughs> How's your daughter doing? Oh, well, good to see you. <laughs> oh, they're going to uh, kick his door down or Absolute. something. Who's that? The doorman? Yeah. If they filmed this today, that'd be John Hamm. <laughs> I would hope if I lived in a building with a doorman and a guy that was just a lock guy, which that's a sweet jacket or a sweet shirt. It's like embroidered. I would just, I would just. Get, I would just be like, I would hope they would like fight for me and be like, no, you can't come in his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point of having a doorman if he's like, oh yeah, going up with the locksmith? Did they have a warrant? No, he just flashed his badge. Hmm. Yeah, this seems to be extra legal. And. Like, I like that he nothing. has a cigar in there, like... Yeah. I guess it's... Oh, hell, he's least. got a mirror gonna, that opens yes, it, with medicine in it. This is suspicious. <laughs> is he gonna piss in the guy's sink, too, and steal his <laughs> wife's underwear? What a prick. He has blood. What does he smell uh, Yeah. Yeah, I me mean, touch it with my bare hands. <laughs> What's, he's just eating a snack. Oh, look. He has a city paper that has an article about him. It must be him. Hey, that's me. So People Magazine wasn't always trashy? What, how is that not trashy? I mean, it's not. He didn't realize he was on the magazine until right now. I bet it's... That's a sweet, sweet camera angle. I bet it was better before. than it is now. Well, because people are trashier now. Yeah. That's a good then they point. only had, like, Grace Kelly and Audrey Hepburn to be on the cover. Now they have, uh, <laughs> pick from. You got a blood sample. Oh, wait, so they did have DNA testing? Maybe they're just going to do the type, blood type. The, the sample just tells them it wasn't blood. Hello? Someone just someone just hung up. It sounded like his laptop fell off the uh, desk. Uh, Did you hear that? Yeah, or maybe uh, since he hasn't said anything the whole time, he just decided to turn it off. He's been talking. I don't know what's going to happen whenever you leave. Yeah, I'm going to have me. to leave in five minutes. It's just going to be me. Sorry, I, brought, I dropped my computer. This, uh, office I don't know if you nice heard too. that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we were speculating. This guy loves More candy. candy. This seems like the kind of office a duke <laughs> or something would have in the 1700s. Yeah. Not a, poli a police chief. He's got a fucking fireplace oh, yeah. in his office. The cops still have it that gets in very cold. And romantic.
There's nothing out of the window, though. I wonder if that's the set. The window was just like someone painted the sky on the floor. <laughs> I guarantee you they wouldn't this have built is a the set. <laughs> it's it's four-sided. It's ornate. Could be all CGI. Yeah, look out the window. There's nothing there. They just yeah, painted it, like a sky on the glass. No, that's definitely that's it's definitely just a lot real. Brighter, it's like a second so story too. They wouldn't it. do that. Just doing some drafting. Working through the night. There's a triangle on his desk now, and a, an adjustable triangle as well. And a T square. A short one. Yes, he can only use it vertically. He's wishing he still had that drafting arm thing that he had in <laughs> Tucson where he was imprisoned. He goes home, he just has a shitty wooden T-square. That's why the designs for that place were terrible. It was They were impressed when he came back because they had real tools out there. I wonder who made those buildings that were for the uh, for the set. I doubt they designed a bunch of skyscrapers just for that shot. I don't know if you recall Amsterdam, but when you were in school, uh -huh. one day there were signs up saying a Hollywood production needs architecture projects for a movie. Ah, uh, no, I don't remember that. Oh, there was one day uh, around the school, there was someone offering to uh, buy or rent like models and drawings and stuff for some scene. Hmm. I don't know what the movie was. Uh, the movie, what it was, probably Three Men and a Baby. It's the only <laughs> movie I can think of with an architect. Uh, so they probably went to NYU or Columbia to get those uh, projects that he has. What they ought to do is send like three hooligans at him. And oh, then it's yeah. like, oh, just kidding. Those were police officers. Now you're in real trouble. <laughs> 33 Riverside. <laughs> if you don't believe me, you can check the Wikipedia entry. <laughs> Scootabug. Are cops that polite in New York City now? Sorry if you'd like to complain. As long as you're not selling card. blue cigarettes. Jesus, yeah. They didn't choke him to death. Damn. Those are cool curtains. Damning. Yeah, he does seem to be... Wait, he's in Riverside. No, but he's... It's like the, his entrance is around the side. Alright guys, I have to leave. Do you? He's gotta go to work. Yeah. You know it's like nine <laughs> it's nine AM now. Um I thought you were on spring break. That was last week. Oh shit. That was when okay. we did begotten. Amsterdam, check out this hallway shot before you leave. I just closed the movie. 
That's a pretty sweet shot. I'll, fin I'll finish it later. Holy shit. Yeah, you need to see this kitchen as well. Fuck. It's the first time we've seen God it. God damn it. Amazing. It's like a service kitchen. Amazing. See ya. Uh-oh, there's that paint again. Chekhov's red paint. Is anyone there? Yep. Yeah. Still here. It seems like we have a down uh down spot, quiet spot. Yeah. He's not killing killing anyone right now. I I, uh, I was going I think I don't Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to ask you uh not to change the subject or be a downer but uh about that fire in your city yesterday it was big news here um yeah it was big news here too i don't really know most of what i know about it is people like just posting pictures on facebook and being like oh my god there's a huge fire uh, yeah um every time i see a fire in new york like there was a big one at this warehouse in brooklyn like a couple months ago yeah um i always just think that it is arson interesting uh i don't know uh, like uh malevolent arson or insurance uh scams uh insurance <laughs> what is this? and like insurance and like development stuff you know paul kersey should have snuck out dressed as the tin man not snuck out of the alley yeah yeah, this one seems like it was a gas explosion or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, I think, so. I think was yeah. But um, I guess the reason it's got so much because there was like, weren't there like crazy like rescues and stuff like very like the theatrical. Yeah, there was. I didn't see it happen, but there was like from out of nowhere a sudden explosion before the fire just exploded and like injured a bunch of people walking by. I guess that were like hit by bricks and stuff. And people like climbing out of this out of the windows to jump down, and there was some scene where a woman couldn't get the ladder to fall, and people were yelling at her how to do it. She couldn't get it to work, probably because it was broken, because everything like that's broken. Yeah. Uh, and so someone climbed up and helped her down, but uh, I don't know. It. I mean, all fires are sad, I guess, when people lose their homes. But things like that bother me when you know it was just, like, ineptitude or negligence. Like, arson would be just some asshole doing a thing on purpose versus someone who just... Uh, yeah, a landlord that didn't care. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, just builds an oven or whatever or a gas main wrong. And now, like, hundreds of people lose their houses and maybe their pets and stuff uh, just because someone fucks up. And you know that person's never going to... Oh yeah, because they they probably live in a different country. Even that yeah. that always scares that scares me here a lot because there's a lot of stuff that's like oh we just haven't touched the boiler we haven't even checked on the boiler since like the seventies like whatever it's yeah. it, it seems to be working. Well, there was another explosion in Harlem last year where it just like we built it and people moved in in the sixties and that you know it's it's been working fine since then until it just explodes. Yeah. My uh, uh, my boss is a firefighter, and he that's his like near his station. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, it burned. 
it burned down the buildings on each side too, not just yeah. that caught on fire. And apparently this building yesterday was completely burned. Like uh, completely collapsed. Uh yeah, the one that exploded like burned down burned up, but the ones on each side also caught on fire and they were the ones that just collapsed into piles of rubble. Oh, okay. Like dur- during the fire. I think the middle one while it's probably ruined, it will be torn down. Like at least the brick walls and ever still stood up, but the inside, of course, is gone. Yeah. Uh, but the other one just looks like piles of bricks now. They just fell over. It is amazing. Uh, the one yesterday, though, nobody died, right? People were injured, but no one died. And uh, yeah, no one had died. At least last time I read the news. Yeah. This morning, which is pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. I guess if you had time, you could smell smoke to get out. I'm surprised no one in the restaurant was killed, or unless there's a body underneath three floors of stuff. But um, it does seem like, and all that, someone would have been hit in the head or something and died. Um, there's uh, so I, I go up these uh, stairs all the time on my bike, like climb, climb them to get out of the off the bike path and back up to Riverside Drive to ride home. Oh, you recognize these steps? Oh, yeah. Wow. Where is this located? This is off Riverside Drive. It's like right... Um, if, I mean, like, do you know the cross? It's right around... Right around, uh, like, low 80s. Okay. Um, Is this still covered with paint? And guys is. on each side? It's it seems like a, a well-coordinated robbery. I mean, three guys, they, like, trap them on the stairs. It would have taken a lot of planning. Sorry. Uh, you're saying you're still scared to ride your bike here? No, 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 not at all. No. Um, I was going to say about the uh, fire and stuff. You know, a couple or two years ago, maybe? There was this explosion outside my work where you could see it coming down the street, like the, like, uh, f- like flames were shooting out of the uh, storm grates. Yeah. And then it got to my work and it blew up outside the man, like outside the bar under like a uh, like a grate or a manhole cover. But it happened to be under a car, so it blew the whole car up. And uh, it just burned. Jesus. No one could leave the bar because it was right at the entrance. Everybody was trapped inside until they put it out. I don't think this warehouse is on Riverside Drive, is it? No, this they have jumped to He's somewhere said, completely different now. He's suddenly <laughs> in a oil refinery in Detroit. Um, there are fires here every day. A building burns down. Oh, <laughs> really? I, I'm on this. Uh, I'm on this mailing list for uh, this uh, rescue group that rescues uh, animals that uh-huh. are in fires. And, like, you know, if your house burns down, you can... Uh... Oh, that the guy that he's chasing would be attractive today. This guy? He's uh, the guy that... This guy in the yeah. plaid jacket. He's attractive by 2015 standards. Um, anyway, it's like, you know, if your house burns down... They'll watch. They'll hold your animals while you find a new place to live. That kind of rescue. Or yeah. they'll go in to burn buildings and look for animals. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm on the mailing list, and every day, every morning, I wake up and they get a report from like the previous uh, night's buildings that have burned down. It happens all the time. That I don't know. We had that many buildings. Like, 
if 365 buildings burn down every year, how do we have any left? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and also, like... So, when there was a fire in New York, I was sort of thinking... It seemed like a very big deal. I mean, apartment buildings burn down daily. But I guess it was dramatic because it was in Manhattan and there was Twitter. Well, it is sad that it happened. And also, it's a, it's a much more, like, packed-in area. I mean, I don't think buildings are burning down in Center City all the time. <laughs> That's true. It wasn't Ben Franklin's house. And I noticed it was right by where Viva Herbal used to be, so I looked really quickly to see if Viva Herbal burned down. But it was that's a few doors away. Oh, yeah. Also this is the same thing Andrea said, yeah. Yeah. Well, it would have, I would have felt a stronger connection if it had been a place I'd eaten at, but uh, it was like five doors down. But it's over by that theater. Um. I don't know if you know this, but I used to live there as well. I know this. I'd go, to Riverside, <laughs> I'd go to Riverside Drive and eat breakfast almost every morning for like three years straight. Are you serious? Where? Yeah. What's over there to eat breakfast? No, I, in the park. I'd oh, okay. Because you lived in, you lived in Harlem, right? Yes. I lived there and walk over through uh, Morningside Park. Yep. Go get a bagel or something on the on uh, Amsterdam Avenue, and then eat at the park, drink my coffee, and read my uh, Calvino novels. Uh, and it didn't seem dangerous. There were a lot of joggers there. It smelled bad. It was trashy, but uh, it wasn't dangerous. Of course, this wasn't 1974 either. I wasn't even born then. But uh, um. I think if I had seen this movie before moving there, I would have been too scared to go. Yeah, of course. But going there, having not seen it, didn't bother me. You know, I think this is the first film tweak where I've been distracted to actually want to watch the movie. I can let you finish if you want. No, 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 it's okay. I get the. We are missing a lot. Like I don't know if you've been able to tell, but the cop is like pro vigilante. Oh, he is. I didn't. I didn't yeah. see this. He knows it's Cursey at this point, but he doesn't want Cursey to be punished. Uh, in fact, like he just got a handgun from a cop who found it. Yeah. A, a, and the cops, like, I mean, a, a, a beat cop, and the beat cop seemed to also not want anyone to get in trouble because he quietly said, "Hey, I found the weapon. Uh, if you want to get it out of here." before the inspectors find it. And they sort of nod at each other. It's a nice looking nurse. Seems capable. By today's standards. That hospital room is not one I'd want to go into, though. No. It's... That looks... It does have an air conditioner right above him, though. That's nice. It looks like a fucking laboratory. <laughs> uh, or a basement. That's where they send guys to die. Found your gun, dipshit. Let me just point this gun right at your head while you're in the uh, hospital bed. Do you want it back? I'm surprised that cop's not making fun of the gun. It looks like it's made out of silver. Maybe he's like, uh, he appreciates it because it's a classic. I was going to arrest you, but your gun's so nice, I'll let you live if I can have it. 
put it in my collection. At any point in this movie, does he say, do you have a death wish? What, what does that oh, mean? If, I think they don't want him in trouble, but they also don't want murders they can't solve. Not because they care about the murders, but it's embarrassing. Okay. Uh, it's embarrassing for the cops to have a vigilante they can't find. And for the mayor as well. But they also don't really care that there's a vigilante. As long as he's not killing cops, I guess. Or uh, straights. Yeah, I get that. I mean, most people wouldn't care. Well, shit, when Gantz killed those people, most people didn't care. People were out saying it was awesome. Which seems hard to believe. Does it seem hard to believe? I can't, ima- I can't imagine going out and yelling, I'm oh. glad someone died. No, I can't imagine it, but I can imagine a lot of people <laughs> doing that if it happened today. Yeah. People were glad that uh, the cop killed uh, that kid in uh, Mike Brown. People were praising them for doing their jobs and like defending them. Yeah, there was a... Uh... Like a fundraiser yeah, uh, for th- that guy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Here's the new uh, new thugs in his sights. Yeah, he's been shot in the leg. No one asks him about it. That's Bootsy Collins, isn't it? <laughs> Here's the best scene in the movie, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, how come the other guys he just met didn't say, why are you hobbling? No one thinks that's suspicious? Yeah, that's true. Welcome to our office. We're w- glad to work with <laughs> They're you. They're called you freak number oh, one, Jeff Goldblum. I was shot in the leg. Okay, so Christopher Guest was one of the cops. I didn't even see him. That's not the same Christopher Guest, is it? Yeah, and who was Olympia Dukakis, for that matter? Well, I don't know. That was, uh, my credits are over. Yeah, they were very quick. What was that? Here's the five people in the film at the end. It's because it was so many character actors like you were talking about. That was nuts. What I was trying to say was we don't have character actors anymore. You just have a star do it. You know what I mean? No, I understand. But I I was saying that uh, I don't think that they, I think it's one or the other now. I think they would they would have a star do it, but like they would not have as many, they would have never have a scene. Like we were taught like that, that scene they showed where there was like 40 other police officers in the room. Those would be background extras and you wouldn't, they wouldn't have a shot where you actually saw their reactions or their faces. They would just be like every fifth one would be a famous actor and they would be like, Oh yeah, I concur. I agree. I think it's because, like, these days you can, uh, you know, communicate on iPhones and shit. You can easily set up, like, a a deal or whatever with someone versus having to write on a piece of paper and mail to an agent in England and wait six weeks for a reply like you had to do in the 70s. Yeah. You can just ask someone right away 
they respond right away and also you can just go shoot it in five seconds on a digital camera instead of having to spend two days setting up a shot you know and having to do it over and over again so probably it's easier like so Seth Rogen would say yeah I can spare ten minutes for your movie instead of like five weeks uh, although also you, you see movies in the old, like Star Wars or something, you think, oh, like these three guys must have been hanging out, or two guys and a woman hanging out. They must be best friends. They're on the movie set for seven months. You know, they must be tight bros. What? How much fun that must be! Like you can vicariously, the fans can like vicariously experience, you know, their friendship or whatever. But these days, they might even be in the same room at the same time, ever. Um. Uh, actors, or you know, somebody might have. They shoot their three months, and then Viggo Morgensen comes in and shoots his three months later, and you never even cross paths <laughs> yeah. with the other actors. And you, and, and you assume they're all buddies. And someone asks you in a in an interview, "Oh, so you worked with this person?" And they're like, "Well, I yeah. never even met the guy." Uh, so yeah. just so, just as a little tidbit, that is Christopher Guest, the same Christopher Guest. Uh. I believe that it's the same one. I just don't remember seeing him on the screen. Um, um, he's the guy that gives the. He's the guy that brings the. He's the beat cop that brings the gun. Oh wow! Yeah. Right uh, at the end. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to uh, add him. God, it's only it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and we're done. I had set up my. Uh, I'd set up the tweets to send some. Uh, you know, film Twitter things out. Uh-huh. So they appear while we were chatting, and you all would say, like, how did that happen? Uh, but they, had, they hadn't even started yet because I set them up for, like, 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Uh, so that was pointless <laughs> to have done that. <laughs> um, yeah, they haven't even started yet. The, ske- the scheduled a scheduled tweet. Because I assume while we were chatting, chatting, y'all were also refreshing uh the film tweakers twitter page which is uh twitter.com slash film tweakers listeners if you ever need to send us a anonymous tip just hashtag it um i should probably get going because i want to go back to sleep nice yeah uh okay well Thanks for joining us, Tweet Cards. Uh, be sure to come back in two weeks for our season finale of season two of Film Tweakers, which is less than zero, starring Tony Stark from the Avengers and Ultron from the Avengers Age of Ultron. Have a good day. Have a good day. Goodbye. I might edit out some of those uh, uhs and ums. You have been listening to Film Tweakers. Please visit on the web at filmtweakers.com to hear more movies getting tweaked. You can also find us on iTunes as well as at twitter.com slash filmtweakers. Send us an email or tweet us a tweet if you'd like to tweak our performance or to suggest the next film.